0: Welcome. We're so glad you joined us for this week's podcast from Pursuit City Church in Corpus Christi, Texas. Our prayer is that you are both encouraged and challenged in your relationship with Jesus. If you need prayer or want to share a story about what God has done in your life, please send an email to amen at PursuitCC.com. Be blessed with today's message. That was good worship, amen. I think um, what we're doing here, what we're trying to create, just serving where we can serve, being vessels, where we can be a vessel. And I think it's just you do what you can with what you have, right? So this is something different, and um, different is good. It, It sometimes comes off scary, but I think that we make anything our altar. Right? So we find a place to serve, whether it's something comfortable like being in a church or if it's in your bedroom or if it's in a store or whatever it is, you find a place and you be like Moses, Abraham. You make, you make do with what you got, right? And I think that with this message, I believe that it is God sent. And in, in preparing for this, I, I don't think I've ever gotten a message from God that has been so smooth and so easy you know uh, usually like it changes a thousand times and up until saturday night i'm still making changes but it was crazy i just sat at my kitchen table and i just said okay god what is it not that i need to preach about but what is it that your people at this moment in time need to hear and in that moment it was like god just opened up a valve and just released it on me for four hours and I'm like, whoa, this is done. You know, so wherever you're at, whether it's your bedroom or your couch or your dining room table, whatever it is, take a moment, relax, take a deep breath and just dive in with me. All right, so this is, um, the title is The Sixth Sense. I know that's kind of trippy. You know, there's a movie about it and stuff, but um, the body has five senses. We have sight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. Those are the guaranteed five natural senses that the body has. And there's this sixth sense that's debatable that scientists and psychology, uh, psychologists are, are in debate of. Is, do people have a sixth sense, right? Or is it just this weird phenomenon that we talk about and what that sixth sense is is an extrasensory uh, perception extrasensory perception for short esp and what that means is a perception that involves awareness of information about events not gained through natural senses okay and in that extrasensory perception It basically is the idea that some people have this psychic ability whether that's to tell the future to read somebody's mind all of this craziness right this is what scientists and psychologists say that some people have is this sixth sense called ESP and that's exactly what it is it's just an idea this far-fetched idea that The natural body has this crazy ability to do things. The mind has this crazy thing about it to do things like read the future or read somebody's mind. But I I wanna ask you, did you know that Christians also have a sixth sense? And that sixth sense is also labeled as ESP, but I've changed it and it's extra spiritual perception. That's our sixth sense that we as Christians are blessed to have when we have the Holy Spirit, when we give our lives up to Jesus Christ, we activate this sixth sense. And this is what the ability it is. It's the ability to understand and discern spiritual things by the baptizing of the Holy Spirit and the renewing of your carnal mind. And this is a sixth sense that isn't debatable it's a sixth sense that isn't just a phenomenon and you know what yes scientists and psychologists and and doctors can they understand it no they can't put a finger on it but as christians our sixth sense is our holy spirit that gives us an insight and guidance and and into the things that are unknown into spiritual things, and the key point in that definition is the baptizing of the Holy Spirit and a renewing of your mind, amen. And in the the rest of this, we're going to dive into three main points: being born again, becoming a new creation, and the last one is so important: it's the renewing of your mind, because sometimes we get stuck here. Right? We we can change our environment. We can make. Uh, advances to become better but if this never transitions from a carnal mind to a spiritual mind we will always be bound to our past and that is the area where the enemy attacks is here your mind and in your thoughts amen and as you're listening to me, yeah, we're not in, in, in the church where you can shout at me and say amen, but give me some love on by liking the video and giving me some emojis and all of that. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make do of what we have, all right? And the first scripture, this is our main point right here. Our first main point is being born again. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 through 16, I'll be reading in the ESV translation. It says, but we impart a secret and we... Paul is saying, we as Christians, the body of Christ, but we impart a secret and a hidden wisdom of God, and I'm going to emphasize on the big important stuff, okay, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had... They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love Him. These things, amen, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. Through the Spirit, that sixth sense. ESP that extra spiritual perception through the the Holy Spirit see I don't think we fully grasp the idea of what the Holy Spirit is and as I was sitting at my table it blew my mind because I, I always thought as the Holy Spirit as just this distant helper and I think a lot of times we we have the idea of just Jesus says these words I'm sending you a helper period and that's it And so the idea of the Holy Spirit is this distant being, this distant helper, but he is so much more. He's literally a wholeness of God living inside you that takes place in the baptizing. When you get baptized and you're born again, you rise up with a wholeness of God, a wholeness of God that is imparted inside you. And in this Holy Spirit, in this sixth sense, you have a secret. That's imparted in you. You have a hidden wisdom that's imparted inside you. So no, it's not this Holy Spirit that is a distant being. He's a wholeness of God that lives inside of you. That reveals to you the secretness of Jesus Christ. That reveals to you this hidden wisdom of God. See, that is. My mean what does that look like and then he continues to say for the spirit searches everything catch this part even the depths of God Come on. and that lives inside of us the spirit searches everything even the depths of God for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person Which is in him So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God No one comprehends His ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts like we can even imagine that with our carnal mind It's impossible, but you know who does the Spirit of God and where does he dwell? point to yourself Right here. He's not this distant helper. He's literally inside you. He's like whispering like, hey. I want to tell you the secrets of your father. I want to reveal to you wisdom. And then it continues to say, we now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. So sometimes we gotta take care of, of us, our people. Iron sharpens iron spiritual to spiritual. Your spirit has nothing to do with your flesh. So it's about time that the the people of God make that separation and divide from your weakness that lies in the flesh. See, when we lay and, and, and live in our flesh, the enemy has the ability to attack. He has the ability to conquer your carnal being, which is your flesh, and tempt you. But what he does not have the ability to do is to divide you from your spirit. He doesn't have the ability to attack your your being, your holiness, your righteousness that, that comes to life through the spirit of God. So you know what I say to this crisis that's going on? Good. Good. Because we're finally in a place where we say to ourselves, God, I just want you and nothing else. I want to activate that spiritual perception. I want to live in that holy place where I learn your secrets and I understand your wisdom. And that's not possible unless you have the Holy Spirit and you understand what's living inside you. See, and the enemy attacks that by attacking here. He attacks that, he clouds here. And if you allow him to cloud here, you never get to activate the sixth sense. It gets muted. Amen. And as I finish reading in this, in this um, chapter, it says, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God. The natural person, the person of flesh. For they are folly. They're foolish. These spiritual things that we talk about is foolish to the natural mind. They don't understand it. They can't comprehend it. But you can comprehend it. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges us all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord, so as to instruct him, catch this last part, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ, which means we perceive spiritual perception, we perceive the world in a different way. You should perceive your life in a different way. You should perceive yourself in a different way. You should perceive this world, this crisis, your situation, your circumstances, your family in a different way because you have the mind of Christ. You no longer think the fleshly way, it's impossible. Darkness has nothing to do with light. So your carnal mind has nothing to do with your spiritual mind, amen? and then the second thing we're gonna jump into is the new creation so here we get baptized right we get baptized by the Holy Spirit we lay down our old self and we rise up with this sixth sense we rise up with the Holy Spirit and there's an impartation that takes place this is the secrets the wisdom the righteousness of God right and in that, our second stage is becoming a new creation. And in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 through 19, I'm still in the ESV version. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold. Everyone say, behold, 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 point to yourself, the new has come. You know, what's funny reading this is we're praying that God save, save us. Do what only you can do. And you know what? I want to imagine that God is looking down and say, I just did. I created you. I did what I'm supposed to do I I, I did I was God I created you I created you and so we're saying God move and he's like I am I'm waiting for you to move God save us perform a miracle and he's looking at you like child I gave you the ability you have the wholeness of me inside you you just got to recognize that you're capable you just got to recognize that you are the new creation. You're my dream. You're my vision. And behold, the new has come. All this from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is in Christ, God was reconciling the world in two. Himself, Not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. What does that mean? What is reconciliation? That is the completeness and wholeness with God. When you become a new creation, you walk into completeness and wholeness with God. Meaning, you are lacking nothing. You are perfect. Let that sink in. You are perfect. You are worthy. You are the miracle. You are the blessing. You are my hands. You are my feet. You are my mouth and my words and my righteousness and everything else that comes with it. It is you you are the new creation and it's about time that we live in that completeness and wholeness with God you're no longer your old self caught up in your old ways thinking the same way that you've always done let it go it's about time that we rise up and become who we were always meant to be in Christ And see this part right here struck me it said God was reconciling the world into himself not counting their trespasses against them meaning there is no record of your wrongdoing the only person that tries to keep track of your wrongdoing is you it's not God he doesn't keep record of your wrongdoings or your mishaps it's it's yourself it's our mind. Our mind is a, is a bank that just collects and collects and collects and let that go. Let it go. And start living in your completeness and wholeness with your Father. See, I think we have this idea that we're, we always have to sacrifice. We always have to give something up or or we're always pursuing God. Yes, that is true, but you know who else is pursuing you? Who else is sacrificing for you? God. See, Jesus didn't just die on the cross and then that's it. No, he is still dying and still dying and he's still resurrecting and he's still saving and he's still healing because his ultimate goal is to be in wholeness with you. Amen? With you. He's pursuing you. This good, this is real good And the third point is A transformation Of the mind And I'm going to spend a little bit of time here Because It's super important Remember when we talked about The sixth sense of how The world describes the sixth sense Is I think they emphasize the ability of the mind, how powerful the mind is, right? And so the mind is so, I don't know if you guys ever seen this movie, I think it's called Lucy. I think so, I think that's what it's called. And basically what she does, this lady, this girl, she ends up throughout the movie being able to use 100% of her mental ability. So I don't know if you guys knew, but we don't use 100%. No matter how smart I think I am, I don't use 100% of my mind. We only use a certain percentage. Some people's percentage is higher than others. But in this movie, Lucy, she activates 100% of her mind, and she's able to do some trippy stuff. Like the ESP that the world is talking about, extrasensory perception. Like she's able to like, hear and see like the trees and the branches and split things in half. It's so crazy. It's like she pauses time. So the mind is so important so much that a scripture literally focuses on your mind. And so I'm going to spend a time in here because your mind, like the video, give me emoji or say amen if you ever heard that the mind is a battlefield. Heard that? Raise your hand. Mind is a battlefield. Joyce Meyer writes a great book about about that. Why? Why is the mind so important? It's because it gives us perception. Through our mind, that is how we perceive lots of things. We perceive ourselves, our lives, our situations. If you put an apple in my hand, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say it's red, it's round, it has a stem. My mind is going to say apple right that's how we perceive things so the mind is so powerful because it gives you insight right how you see things and read things all starts here and and one thing you can't get back is you you don't get the opportunity to like exchange your brain like your brain is your brain it's gonna be there in there forever you know so your memories are like embedded in your head the good things the bad things the things that you wish you can forget So the hardest place to overcome is right here, and that's why it's the battlefield. It's not that we struggle with understanding grace or faith or God, it's the fact that it's hard to overcome our thoughts that tell us we're not worthy enough. It's hard to overcome the thoughts that say, you're not good enough. And so what is perception? It's the process of interpreting information with the mind. It's how we see and view things. So imagine if we had this negative view of God. Well, then how are we going to see him and how are we going to see everything that happens to us? And this negative light. Now, if our perception is how we see and view things and that's negative about ourselves, can we ever accept our true calling in God? No. If we have a negative perception of our situations and our circumstances or this crisis, then what does that look like? And so in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it is very clear that a transformation needs to happen in your mind. It's very clear. It says... Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform, everybody say transform, transform you into a new person, how? By changing the way you think. Did you ever think it was that simple? You know, we always think that we got to like show up with the finer things and do this whole religious ritual and all that. No, it's so simple. We complicate things. Yeah. It's simple. He literally, it just said by by changing the way you think. Transformation of this. Simple. God is simple. We complicate him right and it says then this is the best part so after you get to a point where you transition your mind and then you change your thoughts and the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect we live in a society that strives and tells everybody that they need to be perfect you got to look a certain way. You got to dress a certain way, which I mean, I think I got that down. And you got to like exercise and eat, right and all this stuff. You got to do, 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 because you're never enough because you got to be perfect. But if we just take the time to read the word of God, all you got to do is just think differently of yourself and think differently of, of your situation and activate your sixth sense, which is your spiritual perception of yourself. And in that moment, God's like, fine. I can reveal to you my wisdom and the secret the secret is it's you yeah. that's the secret who, who what it is what is the secret it's you it's not this big grand thing no it's you and you close your eyes I like to do stuff like this Touch your heart and say me, which is good, pleasing, and perfect, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. It is that simple. It is that simple of of just saying, okay, one, I'm going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, God. Two, I'm going to become a new creation inside you. And three, I transform my mind and my thoughts because I understand that there's something greater that lives in me. And it's about time that I activate it. And see, the mind is like a bank. Bank. And what you deposit into your bank is what you will withdraw from your bank. So whatever you put into yourself, whatever you put into here is what you're going to draw out, right? So if all I feed myself is I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, God did not call me, I made mistakes and all of that. Well, when it's time to deposit, that's what you're going to get. But if I put my perception, if I activate my spiritual perception and I look at myself and my situation and I look at at life through the eyes of my spiritual perception, then all I see is wholeness and completeness. All I see is that God has a plan regardless of what it looks like. All I see is that God is always on time, that he never leaves forsakes me he never tells me that i'm not worthy but he always tells me that i'm here child and it is you and nothing else if that is what i deposit into my spirit if that's what i deposit into my bank then that is what i'm able to withdraw in times like this you know they say when when something is under pressure like an olive That is how the true substance comes out when it's squeezed to a point of being broken. The value of the true substance that lies inside always is revealed when it's under pressure. What's coming out of you right now? What do your thoughts look like? What's your perception right now? When you can't leave your house, You got all this craziness saying that we're in our last days and God is coming, but you feel like you're not right with God. What is, what is, what is, what is is your mindset? What's your spiritual perception right now? And if there needs to be a transition in your thoughts, let's do it. You got time. Right now, wherever you're at this morning, you have time to get your thoughts changed. To activate that spiritual perception. And you know what is so good when you do it is there's power that lies when you allow the Holy Spirit to live. Like you got gifts. You have gifts. And in first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 8 through 10. These are your gifts freely and it only comes to you by one being born again two being a new creation and three having a transformation of your mind and living in that sixth sense living in your holy spirit this is what you're capable of for to one is given through the spirit the utterness of wisdom and to another the utterance of knowledge According to the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the one spirit and to another the working of miracles and to another prophecy and to another the ability to distinguish between spirits and another the ability to speak tongues and to another to interpret tongues. Those are your gifts that lie in your Holy Spirit. So this is this. Uh, Wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecies, discernment, tongues, and interpreting those tongues like we were equipped. And God did not leave us without. He didn't leave us without. And my, one of my fav, famous sayings, I think I say it every time I preach, is... He, I don't know, I just forgot it. But it's about being equipped. And I think we get so used to being in a place where we're constantly asking God to, to perform miracles. Yes, we have to be in this place of, of understanding that we need to do everything with God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we don't need God because he equipped us with everything we need. No, what I'm saying is sometimes you need to move. Yeah. Sometimes you need to activate your gifts. So sometimes you need to perform the miracle. Because God has equipped you to do so. So sometimes you need to speak in tongues. Sometimes you got to walk in faith. Right? You you feel what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to prophesy. Yeah. So right now, in, in this time, activate your gifts because right now they're just collecting dust and cobwebs if we're not using them. So right now, this is what I say to you is, is we say, God, maybe I, I don't know what gifts I have. But Lord, if you have called me, I say yes. Yes. And I say to help me transform my thoughts so that way I can activate this. That way I can live in my spirit. That way I can rise up and do what you have called me to do. Because who better than us? I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. We have what we need. Now, can we go out and and heal this coronavirus? I, I mean, I don't know. But what I do know is that the body of Christ, this is a time where we rise up and we simply act in the gifts of our spirit. That's it. We don't need this crazy, complex thing. It's just simply saying, Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, show me. I want to activate the wholeness and completeness with my Father. And I am done allowing my carnal mind and my carnal way and the enemy to pull me away from that and to cloud my memory, to cloud my mind, to cloud my, my vision and my perception of myself and of my situation and of God. Because some of us have daddy issues. And so we have this great division with us and God because we see God as our dad or in a, in a, in a sense of Our earthly father right so right now we say we're done with that say I'm done with that I'm done with my old ways I lay it down God I lay my old thoughts down I lay my old ways down and I say yes to you I say yes to the calling I will rise up on your behalf and I will do what you have called me to do because I am capable and I am equipped and I am not lacking anything. I am good, I am pleasing, and I am perfect in your eye. That is my perception. Because we need nothing else but that. Amen. So if you take anything away from this message, that was, I'm about to close, you take anything, my biggest thing I want you to understand is you have an extra spiritual perception. And that is the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit isn't this distant being. He isn't a distant helper. He is literally a wholeness of God, a peace, not just a peace, a wholeness of God that lives inside you. And because of that, you have gifts that you need to activate. You have a power that needs to be activated. And you are perfect. Amen. Amen. And before we close out, I'm just going to pray. Lord, in this time, God, of, of chaos, in this time of, of not knowing and and just being kind of stuck where there's a lot of different things that are, are thrown at us. There's, every day there's a new number that we read with fear. The death rates increase, anxiety increases, fear increases. Lord, but I pray over the body of Christ. I pray over myself and my brothers and sisters in Christ, God, that in this moment, Lord, that we don't run and we don't hide because that happened before with your disciples. The first thing that they did was they ran and hide and hid inside because they were in fear of what was to come. Peace I be with you is what you said Lord so I proclaim that over this nation over this city That yes, we may be stuck inside, Lord, but that doesn't mean that we have to be stuck inside with fear. So I pray that this morning that there's an activation that happens, God. That there's a transformation that happens. And that there's a renewing of our minds and our spirits, God. I pray that this morning, Lord, that those hidden gifts are no longer hidden. I rebuke fear in the name of Jesus. Anxiety, you got to go. Doubt, you got to go. I pray that this morning, Lord, that people all around, God, whoever's listening to this or isn't listening to this, God, I pray that your love begins to flood our nation, that your healing to flood this nation that your peace begins to flood this nation that there is no sickness great enough to divide your people from you that it is a time God that the army of God rises up with one sound in the gifts that you have have given us Father We say yes yes I will pray yes I will prophesy yes I will give wisdom yes I will answer I rebuke the silence it is time to rise up Lord and I pray that you're at the center of every home and your words are at the tip of every tongue you have equipped us with exactly what we need. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, God. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week. Our vision is to plant churches that are life-changing. If you would like to support this ministry, you can easily do so by visiting our website, PursuitCC.com. Also, Follow us on all social media outlets using at PursuitCC. Have a blessed day.